Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in New Vienna, Iowa, in the central time zone. Hopefully you guys are doing well where you are. It is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Normally, it was supposed to be Trivia Tuesday. I'm disappointed to say that there is going to be no trivia today. We'll still have a live stream, but there will be no trivia today. This day got completely out of control. Not out of control, just uh, turned upside down. So uh, we ended up, we were in that other house in Guttenberg, uh, which is a relative's house. And we thought we'd have a little bit more time to kind of gradually move out of there. But something happened and the plans are still kind of like in the air a little bit. Not really sure what's going on with that. But uh, there was a chance that another relative might want to stay there for a, a little while. So we figured we need to clean up our stuff out of there and make sure it looks as nice or nicer than when we moved into it. So, um, yeah, so there was a lot of rushing going on. Uh, and I wish I could say that I participated a lot in the efforts. Um, I got mired in a very uh, much longer than I expected video for today with the Polar Unite. Uh, that took a while. My wife did go over there. She cleaned out a lot of stuff uh, in the house, like basically the last remnants of uh, what we had brought. And then my mother-in-law, my father-in-law went over there. I was supposed to mow the lawn, but I guess I was taking too long for their taste. I also just don't think that they like my lawn mowing skills. And so they had it mowed and trimmed uh, before I got there. So um, the good news is we could still do the live stream or I'm not doing the live stream like from that other house, which was probably what was gonna happen today. But since everyone chipped in uh, and um, did a lot of the heavy lifting for me, I guess, pretty much. Um, I'm here. But the downside of that is I did not have any time to prepare for Trivia Tuesday. So uh, with that in, in mind, hopefully you guys will forgive me. Let's see who else is here. We've got Martha's in here. Good to see you. Bert Legas, Roadrunner Reviews, Kyle Patton, Drake Holtry coming in from Texas, uh, Bub Tub, and uh, let's see who else. we got Regan Dugan, J. Mike Remy's here. He says, just made it. Good to see you. JC, uh, Jonathan O coming in from New Zealand. Awesome. David Sachs, Tony Young, Ethan Ennis. My mom's here coming in from New Jersey. And Stevie76. Uh, <laughs> Stevie76 purposely scheduled a conference call today so it wouldn't conflict with the live stream. Awesome. Uh, that is dedication. Definitely not necessary. I hope you don't feel like you got to do that for me, but I'm glad to have you here. I'll tell you that. Carlos Sayez is here, says, hi, everyone. Awesome. Jody, Jody Runs is here as well. Um, Fractal0243 says, checking in from way upstate New York, which, you know, whenever someone says upstate New York, I'm glad you specified way upstate New York because when people specify upstate New York, that could either mean like just across the bridge, like anything that's not New York City, I consider kind of upstate New York. Or is it like actually, actually upstate New York, like Ithaca or further? So that's kind of like, you know, that's just the way they call things over there. Anyway, um, Sherry Carmack says, you owe your wife big time. I, sh I certainly do. I, I owe my mother-in-law big time because she got over there. My wife went over there, packed up all our stuff. And then my mother-in-law went. So that way, uh, and there was like, we were worried about childcare, making sure the kids had someone to watch them. Not that I did a really good job of watching them today. They've been complaining about how bored they are today because I was doing work too. So, or at least like YouTube work. But um, but anyway, my mother-in-law did a lot of, of the um, actually cleaning up. She did a lot of cleaning up the house before we got there as well. So she did a really great job of like 
making us feel comfortable when we got there and also helping us as we transition out. So um, I feel very guilty about it, but I also feel like, um, you know, that's just how she is. She dives in. I mean, she just re she's very recently retired. So not to say like I was doing her a favor by giving her work to do, but um, she's always been, oh, here she is. She's coming in now. Um, I, I could see her in the window, but um, yeah. But uh, she's uh, always been just very busy, very willing to chip in at all times. My wife gets that from her as well. Um, good, it's just a good family. So I feel very loved today. Um, Greg Itara says, don't your relatives know you have live stream to do? Happy Monday. Still messing with me because I usually don't know what day of the week it is. Um, and they do know that I have live streams to do. Um, and my mother-in-law, yesterday I was telling her um, about taco pizza. She's like, you're going to eat meat on a live stream today? And I was like, it's a special occasion. So yes, I am. Anyway, <laughs> um, JC says, Kofuzi mows the lawn in new Mizunos like Mr. Douglas plowed in a suit in Green Acres. <laughs> yes, I do. The Mizunos are my lawn mowing shoe of choice. Um, I ha I've been wearing them all day. They're, you know, they're the most, um, they're very sure-footed. Uh, and like that lawn, there's lots of hills and uh, uneven surfaces. So, you know, I just wanted to be safe as I did it. Uh, Steve says, yo, hope you're well. I just back from a fun fart lick. He's a mess. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm feeling good, but I do still I do still smell quite terrible. I got to tell you that. Um, it was, it, I mean, not that I was there that long or did that much work, but I was pretty stinky by the time I was done with the small amount of work that I did do over there. It's not like I got there and like got there and then turned around and came back home. I did something, not a lot, but I did something enough to make myself smell bad. So... I'm also kind of a mess. <laughs> Good thing you guys can't smell me. Arnold Alanis says, finally just back to working on my own. Awesome. Mr. Random says, hello team. Yes, I am back in the house from UK. Awesome. Um, let's see. Mark Chancoco says, love the East Bay shirt. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. It's very thick though. It's a hot shirt. It's not the softest shirt either. So it, it I think it looks great. But it's not the most comfortable shirt to wear. I got to be honest with you. But I don't know. I just have like a very fond connection with East Bay because I just remember it from growing up and just looking through the catalog and like just thinking like, you know, they had like the big layouts for all like the really popular shoes like the Air Maxes and the Reebok pumps and all that. But my favorite pages were to look through the team gear and just look at like the generic stuff that was supposed to have like uh, a team name or a school name on it and I'd be like I and I would just order the blank stuff and I still do that now but I would just order like the like instead of like a team's worth of shirts or shorts I would just order one and so yeah that's where we're at uh old habits die hard I guess um JC says lots of Texans in the house again today wonder which area or state is the most represented that's a good question I wonder um I don't know if my analytics can give me that information um hmm yeah great question though but glad to see everybody here hopefully people are doing well in the states where they are um kyle Patton says did anyone flip through the old east bay catalogs as kids like yeah i definitely did and they still do i recently just signed up for it again it's not as it's not nearly as thick as it was it's more like a like a brochure mailer at this point they spend a lot of uh time on the like the big name shoes that like 
you don't really need ads for that. I'm guessing that's how they're subsidized, but like, because uh, people are paying paying for product placement. But like, I just love seeing like the windbreakers, the track pants, the basketball warm up shorts, the basketball warm up pants, like pants. I mean, you know. So like, that's what I'd love seeing. And then like, the basketball shoes that came in like 17 different colors, because like that way it would match with the 17 different colors of like basketball warm ups that there existed. So. That's what I just love doing. I don't know why, but that was like a big thing. I, I spent so much time doing that. Um, Martha says, it's a good thing our screens aren't scratch and stuff. Yes, that's true. Carlos Seja says, five more days to 5K. All right, it's coming right up. Five more days till my, is it five? Dude, whatever day the July 3rd is, that's going to be my 10K time trial coming up. Um, this morning's run was extremely hot. I mean, it wasn't that hot. It was as hot as yesterday, but it was hot. I was... Um, dripping with sweat by the time I got back. And I was like, I don't know. Two inch shirts sound pretty good right now. Cause I was like, just, I was drenched from head to toe. <laughs> Eric Venske's getting pumped for the Petrie run in the two inch shorts, FTW. Yep, that's right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking I might reach out to chicken legs running again and see if they will send me a pair of shorts. Or I could just buy a pair of shorts um, from them because like, I don't know. Uh, if I like the Mizuno two inch shorts, I, this might have to become a thing where I start running into two inchers, but I don't know. <laughs> it just seems so short, two inches. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, Piet Johnson says, are you still putting miles into the PEC 37s? Yes, I am. I put in, uh, another 11 today, which gets me to the hundred mile mark. So that's the video that'll be coming out tomorrow, hopefully. I don't know. My like production schedule has not been that efficient just because there's so much disruption to my workflow. So like normally you kind of like you have everything set up, you know where everything is. You get in there, boom, 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 get everything shot, edited and put together and like it's efficient. When everything is kind of like in new places, I spend a lot of time like looking for where did I put that? I remember putting it and I'm, I'm really forgetful and I lose stuff all the time. So my coping strategy is to like when i'm holding something like let's say i'm holding this camera battery in my hand i'm like ooh, i'm gonna need that later let's put it in this very specific spot right on this windowsill where this camera is i won't forget it i'm really gonna need it there i'll remember it and then like an hour later i'll be looking for that camera battery and i'm like oh, it's not in my bag it's not where you normally keep the batteries where did i put it and then like several hours later after i've like gotten mad and have rummaged through lots of stuff i'll be like oh yeah i put it in that special spot that i forgot about so that's kind of like what's been happening and that's why uh, one of the several reasons why like the videos are just getting put out late or later than usual than later than i like and um yeah hopefully i can get like kind of right the ship a little bit and get back on on track um Let's see, Jay Weingart says, on average with different workouts combined, how many minutes slash seconds over marathon pace do you average? I would say I probably average about mm, a minute and like 80 seconds, 90 seconds over marathon pace. I mean, it depends on the workout and stuff, but like, you know, just to give a rough estimate um, without doing any actual math, I'd say about 80 to 90 seconds per minute fast, uh, slower on my, on average. Um, Bert Legas says a Belgian owns the FKT on the AT and the PCT. When is it going to go back to American? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Is it the same Belgian? That, that'd be incredible. Um, 
Let's see. Steve is here. Arnold Allen says those two inch shorts make a difference, man. Well, <laughs> J. Mike Remy is excited for the two inch shorts. I'm, I'm excited for them because they're awesome looking shorts. Uh, and it'll be, I mean, I think it probably won't be nearly as funny as kind of like we're building it up to be, but I think that it's so hot that I'm going to really actually enjoy them. It's been decades since I've had two inch shorts on though. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Mr. Reynolds says, yeah, things like Nike Air Max up tempo basketball shoes and 50 color options, East Bay special. Yeah. I remember, I forget which ones it was, but there were these Nike Air shoes, basketball shoes that had, uh, something like on the toe like on the outside by the toe sorry the lighting's so weird but outside by the toe it looked like it made it look kind of like elephant feet on the sides of it but that it was like basically a white shoe with like a color trim on it in all sorts of colors that was my school's basketball shoe for a really for like several years um yeah because you could get them in any color you wanted so it was just like yeah like manufacturing and retail was so different then or at least i think it is We'll see. Um, Christian Grandyke says, I'm a high schooler who runs shirtless with two inch shorts, so I don't have much modesty. You must be pretty fast because I feel like, you know, if you're going to run like that, you got to show up. So, I mean, I suppose that's good motivation to run fast. Um, you know, it'd be like showing up like uh, to a track day, you know, like a, like a, ra like a race car track, not like a, uh, a running track in like a sports car and then like not knowing how to drive a stick you know so like if you're showing up in short shorts no shirt you got you gotta you gotta perform <laughs> martha says i can never find things when we travel always having panic attacks that something is lost i'm that way too and at this point with travel i'm i like am resigned to the fact that anytime i go somewhere i'm gonna come back with fewer things than when i left like i'm just gonna lose things for example all my running vests, I only have one water bottle. They all come with two, but I only have one because I always lose one whenever I travel and bring the running pack with me somewhere. So like, that's just an example, but like I lose toothbrushes all the time. I leave uh, like to all sorts of toiletries. So it's just like, I have less shorts and socks. Like I, yeah, I'm really bad at it. Um, Chris Yao says, uh, I'm 50 years old and 10 pounds overweight. I run Shevin in shorts. Trust me. <laughs> Piet Johnson says, amazing news on the pegs. Just ordered a set recently. Should be here Thursday. By the way, three in shorts are where it's at. I feel I like, I like I like that number, but I feel like I, I've been running in five inch shorts. The shorts I ran in today were five inch shorts. And I normally feel like they're a little bit short. They're the Janji ones. And those are really thin. But like when they got soaked, I was like, and they were sticking to my legs. I was like, if these were... I mean, they felt like they were riding up and they were real short anyway. So I was like, ah, I feel like I'm wearing two inch shorts because the way these are like sticking to my legs, I might as well just get shorter shorts. So that's kind of where I was thinking today. Um, JC says those poor high school runners, none of those guys can afford shirts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember what it was like to run in high school. You ran without the shirt on. I still run without a shirt on. Um, I actually haven't done it here though. Here, if I did, I just feel like, ugh, I'm going to just get so much sunburn. But anyway, um, let's see. Nathan N says, how fast would you go if they ran in Speedos? Well, you know, like I was watching, what was I watching? Oh, no. I was one of the um, the local run teams in Chicago, the SCTC, -S -S Second City Track Club. They did like an intra-squad, uh, was it a 5K or a 10K race? 
and um, you know people showed up in their race kit, you know, and some, so it was like, it was like two inch shorts for the men and singlets and for the women, they had their singlets on and some of them came in, what are they called? They look like, um, like bathing suit, but we always called them butt huggers, um, in, in high school. I don't think they made the women run in, they made some, some of the women ran in them in college. I don't really remember, but I think I called buns, whatever. And I was like, they should, I don't know why they don't make men run in those things. If women like to run in them because it makes them feel faster, then you know they should get some men in that. So I don't know. I'm not the man for that, but um, I think somebody should. <laughs> not really. Hank Aaron says you watch, well, he's I think warning us: the older you get, the lower stuff hangs. <laughs> um, Kyle Patton says I'll wind up in chicken legs before too long. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Let's see how. Let's see how the. Let's see how the time trial goes. We'll see how I like it. But I feel like there's a very like narrow window of time in the, in the year, at least in the north part of the Midwest where I'm at, um, that like two inch shorts make sense. Otherwise, it just feels like, I mean, think about it this way. A lot of times my running involves run commuting from my children's school where I drop them off to work and then running from work in my office building back to pick up my children. So like, Two in shorts. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be around children. So I think it's not a great idea. Um, J. Mike Remy says, Two in short and no shirt is my feed the mosquitoes outfit. Oh, man. The mosquitoes have been getting me out here. But the, it's not the mosquitoes that are out here. It's a different kind of bug that I think is very common in this part of the country where it's like a sort of fly that, like, it doesn't care if you're wearing a shirt it will hop on, grab you from behind the shirt, and then still bite you through the shirt anyway. And like even when I'm running, I caught a clip. I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was a clip of me running in my, there's like a white singlet that I've been wearing. And there's a, a clip of it, I think it was in the AirPods video, where there's a fly on my back and it's biting me as like I'm taking this shot of like myself. Like uh, I think I'm shooting my earbuds. And so... Uh, there's been some of those out lately, and so I'm like, Ugh, I can't stand these bugs. Um, Mr. Rans Random says, that's the one thing I've never done, run topless. Guys, you're making me feel like I'm missing out on something. I mean, it is um, it is liberating, and it's nice. I mean, it just feels good, especially like when I would do it in the summertime training by the lake. You know, like the wa the wind coming off the water is, is cooler generally, and so um, at least in the summertime. And so it's nice. It's really, I mean, I, I like it. Um, J. Mike Remy says, men do wear the, uh, we'll call them buns, but J. Mike Remy says, men do wear the buns. Uh, hang around a triathlon and you'll see. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because if they're swimming in them. Yeah, because I think, I don't know, like with the triathlon, I have so many questions because like, it's such a long event and chafing is such a big issue, but yet like there's rules about like, you can't like take off what you swam in, right? Like completely. I don't know. I don't know the rules enough, but it just seems like there's a lot of stuff to be wearing sometimes when I think about when people have to do a triathlon. Patrick Fung's here. He says, good afternoon, everyone. And hi, Kofuzi. It's good to see you. Um, let's see. Luis Erazo Kitchen says, Kofuzi, shout out, new here in your healthy running house. And shout out to all the runners in the house. Awesome. Good to see you. Um, 
MG runner says, I saw Seth had your non-elite shirt on the other day. Yeah, I think Seth's probably the fastest person to ever wear a non-elite shirt. And I think that, like, I think it'd be really funny if he wore it to, like, the next marathon that he raced. Um, I'd be very flattered if he did. I don't think he needs to at all. But, like, yeah, he's, I was like, when I was selling I'm like, I love the support. I'm feeling the love. Uh, I love Seth. And then I was like, but is he really non-elite? I think he was just expressing solidarity that we're all runners. And so I really appreciate that. I'm not saying he can't wear it for sure. And I'm not saying that, but um, he is quite a fast runner. Um, just, 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 he says three to five inches seems perfect for, for everything. TBH. Yeah, I think so. In terms of shorts. Yeah, I know that's what you meant there. As, see, when we're talking about these lengths and these shorts, you know, there's so many opportunities for it to go, you know, uh, your fur minds to get in the gutters, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job of keeping a straight face in this conversation. Awesome. Um, let's see. Someone had a name for those bugs. What is it? Where's that name? Kiefer Vacation says greenheads. I'm not sure if that's what they're called. You know, my, my mother-in-law probably knows what they're called. She has a very good sense of that kind of thing. By the way, uh, my father-in-law was saying like, Hey, by the way, did you see that rattlesnake that was underneath the porch at the house? The house that we were staying at i was like i was saying the what now i didn't think rattlesnakes existed in iowa but apparently they do and my father-in-law is convinced that there is a rattlesnake living underneath the back deck in that house that we were staying in and like me and the kids and my wife would just sit on that deck it wasn't a big deck but like there was space underneath it and my father-in-law was like yeah when i was trimming the hedges or trimming around it i'm pretty sure i saw it i would have gone and gotten the shovel and tried to get it but it went under the deck. I think it lives under there. So I'm very glad to not be living in that house right now because I don't know what to do about snakes. I mean, they say that most snakes are not poisonous, but like that also means that some are. So, so I'm just terrified of them. We went, I took my daughters to a reptile convention one time. Uh, my running buddy, his, his two boys are like super big into reptiles and snakes and crocodiles and all sorts of stuff like that. And so we thought we would take our kids on a, like on a Saturday. And then, um, back then that was when my friend who lives in Austin, he and his kids, um, uh, he has two boys about the same age as my kids as well. And as my running buddy's kids. And we all went and we spent the day looking at turtles, reptiles, and snakes. My daughter held like a, one of the, I don't know if it was a python, but it was a giant snake, the kind that you wear. She held that, and then I was like, nope, I'm not interested in any of that. I did pet an alligator or a crocodile. I know there's a way to tell the difference, but I can never remember. But yeah, so crazy biting flies and potentially rattlesnakes is the theme, I guess, for today. <laughs> Um, Luis Becerra says, yo, what's going on? What I miss older you get the what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's what happens when you join late. Well, it's good to see you, Luis. I'm sure you'll catch up really quick. Shannon's hair. And she says, joining late, but I feel like the stream is becoming risque Two in shorts, topless scratch and sniff screens. Yeah, I guess if you jump in in the middle, <laughs> well, it's good to have you guys here better late than ever. Of course, always. Um, Derek Dixon said, are we going to get some lawn mowing footage soon? Yeah. You know, I keep meaning to put, I did, I did GoPro myself that first time I mowed the lawn. Um, and I was just actually looking at it the other day. Um, and it's remarkably boring. It's just a guy mowing lawn in, uh, Mizuno's. So that's all, um, not that interesting, but I'll put some in the end of the next video. 
I'll do that at the end. Well, maybe not at the end of a peg video because I don't want to put like Mizuno stuff in. Well, we'll see. I'll put it in the end of one of the next couple of videos real soon so we could see that. All right, we got super chat coming in from Jordan Thomas. Good to see you, my friend. Two in shorts, silky voice, and a dark room. What did I miss? Man, all you guys coming in late, you got to get here early so you know what we're talking about. It's good to see you, Jordan. Hope you're doing well in California. Um, I hear things are getting a little bit dicey out there, so I hope you're safe. But thanks for the super chat. Thanks for stopping in. Um, we're just talking about a time trial that I'm going to be doing July 3rd. Um, because I did a review of the Mizuno Wave Riders, and when Mizuno sent me those shoes, they sent a pair of two-inch split shorts as well, and I was like, I don't know if I could wear these. But you know what? If this video gets a certain amount of likes, we'll do a 10K time trial in these shorts, in the Mizunos, and we'll get it done. Uh, for the, so the video could come out July 4th because they were Peachtree edition, um, everything. And so uh, that video got the uh, the number of likes in like six or seven hours so i'm getting ready for that uh a time trial in two inch shorts and i haven't worn two inch shorts since about like 1998 or so so that's what we're up to the dark room though it's because i'm in a new spot uh we're here at my mother-in-law's house and i'm by a big giant window that's letting in a ton of light and there's no lights on behind me and i just uh, we're doing it that way so this is the setup for now i think so we'll see how it goes just trying it on. Um, let's see. Uh, Ed Chan, lawn mowing footage with Yo, who's mowing lawn music, please. <laughs> I might have to dub, you know, like I think some people think that the Yo, what's going on is me saying that, but that's just part of the song. Um, but maybe I need to like dub myself saying it um, and then have the music play. So maybe Yo, who's mowing lawn. All right, I'm, I'm, it's going to take like 12 takes because I'm not going to be able to say it like without giggling at it. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so funny. Uh, let's see, Terrence Huey's here, says, just got in. Hello, all. Awesome, good to see you. Uh, Lydia's here, good to see you too. Um, Jordan Thomas says, looking forward to seeing the 10K time trial. Yeah, I am too. I'm just, I don't want anyone to think that it's going to be super fast. I just, um, you know, saw like the people, who are they? It was the, it's a New Balance team. They did like mile time trials up at altitude and they just set some records or something like that. Um, it's not going to be like that because I haven't been doing a ton of speed work. In fact, like the closest thing I've been doing to speed work would have been, I guess, today, which is like the week of the, ten the time trial. So more it's just uh, a celebration of running, trying to run a little bit faster, using the shorts as motivation, you know. So it'll just be fun. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what time we're going to shoot for. I'm going to probably start out at 40-minute uh, pace, so like 20-minute uh, 5K pace, see if I could double up on that. I'm not sure that I'll be able to maintain that. Well, we'll see how long we can hold it. Maybe I'll go for like 6.30 pace at the beginning. Here's what I'll do. Maybe I'll do like 6.30, 6.40 pace at the beginning and then progressively get faster towards the end, see what I got. That might be a little bit more of a feasible strategy. And then if I'm at 6.35 or so and I'm like, I can't go any faster for another like four miles, then we'll just stay there. I think even then that'll be a pretty good day. And I think it would be a 10K... PR. I don't remember the last time I've raced a 10K. So, like, I think I haven't raced a 10K in, like, over two and a half years. So, it'll hopefully be a PR. I'll have to go check what that is first, though. All right. 
Uh, Jordan Thomas says, yeah, no pressure, just running is fun. It sure is. Yeah, that's what it's going to be about, having fun. Um, EL says, is anyone else struggling with the heat and humidity? Toronto has been having above seasonal temperatures every day. I will tell you, EL, I certainly am. My, uh, my polar grit is telling me that I'm overreaching. So, like, it'll tell you if you're um, overreaching, maintaining, or detraining. Um, and there's, I think, two, like, further ends of the spectrum end of it, too. Um, but even though, like, this week has been pretty moderate, or at least the last, like, seven days have been relatively moderate, nothing too crazy, I think with the increased heat and humidity, like, it's just detecting, like, you know, even when I'm trying to run at easier paces, my heart rate is up. So maybe it's sensing that, like, oh, it's your heart rate is up at these easier paces because you're overtraining maybe. So maybe that's what I'm thinking. So I've been trying to dial it back a little bit, I'm not worried about the pace so much, just trying to make sure that like an easy run is an easy run, you know? So I, but I've been struggling for sure. I think a lot of people have. Um, someone suggested yesterday to make an update, like not an update, but a video about like how to run in like super hot or like once it gets to be like the hottest part of the summer conditions. And I think that that might be something worth investigating. Um, let's see. Um, Carlos PR says, Hey, have you run again in the Atreus? I haven't. And they're like calling me out every time I walk by the shoes. I'm like, when am I going to be able to do that? But I got a couple of other shoes, uh, videos that I want to make in the lineup. And so I'm not sure when I'll be able to get to those again, but I'm really looking forward to them. I had, they were different than what I was expecting. I thought that they would be like another like tempo or fast issue, but I think to me, they're more like everyday trainers that's kind of where they fit for me better so at least that was my first impression so definitely i need to do more running in them so i can kind of explore that a little bit more um stephen rothschild said i think that was the idea 10 man elite running the mile tt they may have as well but no this one was like uh emma coburn was in there and i forget i was actually just listening to her podcast today Danny Jones, I think, was another person who just joined the team who um, uh, was on there as well. And so, like, I don't know where the Tin Men, where do they train? Do they train in Colorado too? Um, but, yeah, so it was that that I was thinking of. But uh, Adidas Tin Men, my tin, I, keep, I keep wanting to call them Tin Men, but it's Tin Man Elite. Uh, they, they might be doing stuff too, but I haven't really been following them. Uh, Nathan N says, yes, it almost rained on my run today. The air is super thick here in Hawaii. Yeah, but doesn't it rain in Hawaii like every day? I guess it depends on like where you are. I always kind of, I always make, I frequently make the mistake of thinking that like Hawaii is like one place with one set of like weather and climate. But I think it has so much altitude and elevation and like there's so much difference between the sides of the islands and which island you're on. I think it can make a big difference. So I'll, I'll try to avoid making that conclusion um kyle Patton says which much would much rather just drop back into training and wait till i have another chance hmm oh see he has a half and he's considering going virtually it's going consider his half kyle's half is considering going virtual he doesn't like the idea i don't really like virtual races either um let's see rahul jose says new balance rebel versus beacon versus 1080 versus which is the best 
I think that the answer is all of them or the answer is it depends. And so those are three different shoes with three different jobs. 1080 V10 is, can be an everyday trainer, but it's kind of like the max cushion shoe of the bunch. Um, the Rebel, I think, is the fastest of those three shoes, but it has the less cushion. So if it's a long run day and you just want to get out there and get some heart work done, like work your cardiovascular system, get some long miles in, that 1080 V10 is going to be better at that. If it's a tempo day where you're doing shorter intervals, maybe you're doing track work, the Rebel is going to be much better than the 1080 V10. The Beacon is a little bit more of an all-rounder. It's the daily trainer. It can do a little bit of what the 1080 V10 is supposed to do. You can do a little bit of what the Rebel is supposed to do. The other way to think about the Rebel and the uh, Beacon is that the Beacon is fresh foam uh, and the Rebel is fuel cell. So it depends on if you like that foam or not. So you can think of them uh, kind of in that way. So it just depends. Uh, it's like saying which knife is best. Uh, a chef's knife, a cleaver, or a paring knife. Um, Timothy Bett says, yep, in Texas too, before sunrise, and it was in the 80s and over 90% humidity. Tough going. Ooh, it was probably that after sunrise, like when I was running uh, today. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get back, like tweak my morning routine where I'm still getting up early, but I need to like get up early and just go run rather than like I've been having a cup of coffee, I've been working on my computer for a little bit and then running. Um, I just need to get out there and get going so that way I can take advantage of some of the cooler temperatures here. Bert, like I says, I hate racing a 10K. <laughs> I had to, let's see, where did, he say, where did that go? I had to finish it in 42 minutes according to my marathon training plan and end up with a 41.39. Two seconds per K margin is a lot of stress each time your watch reports the last K. Yeah, it can be. Um, it just makes you think so much about how like, frail and like fleeting time is doesn't it it's it can be really um disconcerting for sure um daniel rivera daniel rivera my apologies daniel rivera coming in with the super chat thank you so much says thoughts on brooks gts or any other brooks i'm not familiar with the gts um i have run in a couple of different brooks this year my favorite brooks that i'm super excited about is a hyperion tempo I love that DNA flash foam. It's like nitrogen infused or nitrogen involved in the foam extrusion process. I'm not even sure if extrusion is the right word for it, but whatever it is, I feel like it reminds me a lot of hyperburst, but I like it more than hyperburst, I think. Um, it's a fantastic shoe. It's made for your tempo days going a little bit faster. You could probably run in it in like your everyday training paces, but it's best used when you're trying to go a little bit faster love that shoe so much um i ran in the brooks glycerin it's okay not my favorite i ran in the uh brooks ghost 11 i think it was not the 12 or the 13 but they don't really change that shoe that much um and i just felt like that shoe just disagreed with me a lot it had a really high stack height uh, not stack height but uh a 12 millimeter drop and the way that the, there's two foams in it, in the heel and in the forefoot, the transition was always clunky for me. So I didn't love that shoe. I ran in the Hyperion Elite, which I think I'm just not fast enough to really enjoy that shoe. It just felt really firm to me. So um, I don't have a super wide experience with Brooks, but my favorite, I think that there's so much promise there right now if they can use more of that DNA flash foam and just start putting it, I mean, get rid of like that, what is it, DNA... What it's in the levitate, get rid of that, replace that with flash DNA flash, um, and just start like just 
redo a lot of the lines, just update it with that new foam, and they're going to have a lot of hits. I think a lot of people are going to like it. Um, let's see. Uh, Ricardo Katagiri says, yo, what's going on? This 300-mile challenge is tough. Using my hype rice consistently. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the grit summer running project is still going on. I think we're in week two now. It started on June 20th, so yeah, we're 10 days in. Um, I have to check on my numbers. I don't know where I'm at. I think I'm, I did have a rest day in there one day, so I'm probably under, I'm probably behind schedule a little bit, although I think I had some days over 10, so we'll see. I think I'm pretty close to my you know 10 miles per day average is what I'm shooting for. So we'll see how it goes, but yeah, it being in like the like the meat of the summer where it's like super hot, definitely is gonna make it a bit more challenging. Um, but hopefully you guys are doing well. Um, let's see. Shannon says, Mike, just ask Remy if your polar is telling you you're overtraining you, you are, yeah? Think of that day off you had last week is a good sign that maybe it's not wrong. I've only been slogging, but I might be too. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that it's off. I, I don't think that it's like being tricked. I definitely think it's telling me like, hey, the humidity is getting to you. So um, I have been making sure that even on my easy runs, trying to run more by heart, paying more attention to the heart rate than I am to the just like a feeling like an easy run, you know, because the whole reason, the, one of the big reasons I like running by heart rate is because whatever I think feels like easy is what's leading to the watch telling me that I'm overtraining. So that's a good point, though, um, that I should probably give that warning a little bit more uh, consideration than I have been. Um, let's see. Uh, Ethan Ennis says, did you get or try the Adios Pro? I don't know. I didn't check my emails today, but today's the drawing. I don't know what time it was. Adidas drops are usually at like four o'clock in the morning for the central time zone because I think they time it for for um, like nine or ten a.m. in Germany. So I don't know if that's when they would have done the raffle. I don't know. I have to check my emails. I don't know if I got in or not. I'm guessing that I didn't. I never get raffles and stuff like that. So um, Jordan Press says, do you think that Brooks Hyperion Tempo is worth the investment as a shoe for longer tempos? I think it is because I love it. It's one of my favorite shoes um, to run in. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it is expensive. I'm hoping that as I can make more of them and introduce them into more of their line, uh, that the price will go down. Um, that would make me happier because I feel like it's a little bit on the expensive side for what you get. But it is a great shoe. So then maybe it's not expensive. Um, Louis Becerra says... Uh, that's why I love my city. Never gets hot here. I'm still running in pants in the morning. It's in the high 50 Fahrenheit. Ah, that sounds downright balmy. Um, Kyle Patton says, anyone else signed up for, um, let's see. I lost it. Where'd it go? Uh, sorry about that. I think I lost that one. All right, I'm going to move on. Drake Holtry says, uh, has someone ever recognized you in public from your YouTube page, not counting a meetup to run or anything? Uh, it happens from time to time. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think you're probably not counting races. I've had people like say hi to me at races, uh, but that's kind of like, that's, you know, it's, you're going to a running race. You know, I would kind of expect people to, not expect, but it's not as surprising that people would recognize me in that context. Because then you see me at a running event, you know, kind of primed for that. Um, the one time it happened, it was with my mom and dad. We were going for a walk near their new apartment in Fort Lee, 
And it was like the middle of the day on like a Wednesday because I was in town for work. And so I think like I took like an extra couple of days or I went early. I don't remember why I was there in the middle of the week. But I was there in the middle of the week, like on a weekday. And it was the middle of the day. And we were walking by this park where you get a nice view of Manhattan. And to get there, you have to walk down this giant hill. And as we're walking down this hill, um, I'm like, I see a runner coming up. And I'm like, man, that guy is working hard because this is a steep hill. And as he goes by, I give him a nod because I'm like, that's a, I'm thinking this is a tough hill. And you're doing great plugging away and getting after it. And then like a, a moment later after I kind of waved at the guy, and I think I was in my glasses and wearing probably, I don't know if I was wearing a hat, but I was just in casual clothes, not running clothes. And then he turned around and came back. He's like, wait a minute, are you? And so we had a conversation about that and he recognized me and we took a picture and stuff like that. And my, my mom and my dad were like, what is happening? Afterwards, they're like, did you know, you know that guy? And I was like, no, I, I, don't, I don't know him. He just recognizes me from YouTube. And so I feel like that's when they realized that like, I'm like, kind of weirdly famous in a weird way but yeah so i do get recognized sometimes and it's something like that my running buddy thinks it's amazing and also very weird and surreal um it amuses him when people recognize me like when we go to a race together when we run together on the weekends um and i'll like wave at people that we see on like the lakefront path he's like do you know them i was like those people i do or those people i know from instagram or like i have no idea who they are they're just saying hi to me so not that everyone you wave to when you run is because some people definitely just wave to be nice, but there, you know, you could tell when there's a difference. So, yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, yeah, it, it's still it's very flattering to me and it's still relatively novel. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't even happen that much. It definitely doesn't happen around here. Although you would think around here, like I'm like the Asian guy who runs like those are like two things that make me stick out. But I also run with a camera. But I also feel like it's a small enough town here that people probably know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, Patton Cavani says, what's the best Max Cushion shoe right now in your opinion? Uh, I would say the Triumph 17. That's the best one. Um, Sody Max says, hi, everyone. Really late, so I'll just lurk along. Well, it's good to see you. You don't have to hide. You can join in the conversation anytime. Uh, all right. I think I'm going to end it soon here because it's a little bit warmer in this room especially by all this window and as i mentioned at the top of the discussion i am not smelling so great so like i need some more airflow <laughs> so i gotta get out of here soon um shannon says i wear an old garmin 4235 definitely agree with the person who said there could be deviation up to 30 percent wow that's a lot of deviation really oh man that sounds crazy um yeah, Mark Shankoko says, I'm also the Asian guy who runs in the mornings. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. <laughs> Run with Brad says, I'm a PE teacher, so when I go to Walmart, it's like being a celebrity. There is always a kid in there that knows you. Well, that's cool, right? I mean, I think that's good that they're not like, oh, that's the teacher, like hide. Um, it's good that like they see you. That's super cool. Um, it means that you're connecting with the kids in a good way. So I'd be proud of that. Um, Let's see. Um, Patton Cavani says, cheers, mate. Been using the Ultra Boost 19 for a while. LOL. I know the hate they get. Yeah, people love to tell you that it's not a shoe for running. But, I mean, even when you're running in them, they like to tell you that. Uh, EL says, do you miss the big city at all? 
Um, I don't miss Chicago. We were just talking about this yesterday. Uh, I'll probably end here for this, on this one. But, like, I don't miss Chicago in coronavirus mode. It sucks. Because it's just, like, all of, like, the horrible things about, like, being too close to people with none of the benefits of city living. There's lots of great things about city living. That's why we like to live in the city. But, like, none of them are, like, well, some of them are available now as things are starting to open up in Illinois and in Chicago. But for a while, none of those things were available. So, like, I miss, like, February Chicago. I miss, like, last summer Chicago. I don't miss summer, like, April of 2020. Like, I don't, I don't miss that at all. Um, it's still very different here. Um, but, like, you know, we keep busy in different ways. I got the kids um, that they're both out of school and daycare now. And so, like, um, I don't always do the best job of it. But I try to make sure that they're entertained. And if I can sneak in some learning every once in a while, I'm feeling good about it. Um, sometimes, like, I'll just make my daughter try to, to like, count to something like how many of those do you want three did i give you enough you know count them out for me so like i don't know if that's actually helping or not but you know i try to at least like sneak it in sneak in some learning in there every once in a while with my daughter she's doing a great job of like teaching herself she's been loving lots of like uh, edutainment type of shows um which i like as well because they're fun for me too because like edutainment shows that's like it's like 100 percent dad jokes so it's like I really love it. So that's what we're up to now. It's very different here. It's, um, this is pretty rural as far as countryside goes. The route that I took today, uh, I'd never been on that road before. And it was, I just ran basically in between two, like it was farms as far as I could see this way and farms as far as I could see that way. And it was just me on this dirt road. I saw one motorcycle and one car, like pretty much the entire time. It was it's very different. Um, so, but I like it here. The running's good I'm with family. Um, everyone's healthy right now. So things are great. I can't complain at all. Um, but yeah, I do miss Chicago when Chicago is not like in this situation. So all right, hopefully you guys are doing okay where you are. Hopefully thing, I know things are taking a turn in the U.S. And uh, a lot of things are kind of closing down again. Uh, which is uh, disheartening to see. So hopefully you guys are all staying safe where you guys are. Uh, I'll be back with another video. That PEG 37 video will be tomorrow, hopefully early in the morning. That's my goal. Uh, and after that, we'll have a live stream again in the afternoon. And hopefully I'll see you guys all then. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today, and I'll see you tomorrow.